Inside podcast. My name is Paul, and joining me as always is Rob. What's up, man? Hey guys, what's poppin'? Nice to be here as always. Early morning. Early morning. Good it morning. is 3 40 p.m. for me, but early morning. 7 40 p.m. for me. <laughs> All right. A lot of you have been asking for it. We are doing a track lacrosse episode 2.0. Track lacrosse episode was actually our first ever episode that I did with Fabian. Um, and I think we need a little bit of an update. Yeah. But speaking of updates, if you want to hear more about my updates in Japan, uh, how I got stopped twice by the cops in a matter of two days, you should listen to the pre-show. You can access the extended conversation at patreon.com slash podcast. But let's get into the show. Yeah, man, let's do it. Let's do it. Well, first, I'd like to do like a little recap of mm -hmm. uh, what we said. I mean, what I and Fabian said last time about track lacrosse, which is basically mm -hmm. all the basic stuff. Like, what do you need to do track lacrosse? Where are you going? Uh, why is it fun? Etc. Mm -hmm. So I guess we'll start with the obvious, right? Uh, track lacrosse is, I mean, everybody knows here knows what track lacrosse is but i'm gonna give a little definition it's uh track bikes but doing cross yes like cx uh just going into the mud into the dirt into like everything where a track bike is not supposed to go rob can you tell us what we need to make the perfect track lacrosse experience the perfect track lacrosse the perfect track lacrosse frame uh actually I'm going to start with more like what I feel like people can turn a bike into a track lacrosse because, you know, I've seen a lot of actually really good um, wide tire bikes that aren't made for wide tire track bikes. And uh, basically, I think what it stems down to is a more comfortable bike with a wider tire clearance, whatever you can get, the maximum you can get. I've seen, you know, you can get some really grippy 38C tires now, even like. 32c tires with a bit of with a good bit of tread which is you know can be good for your dry tracks and just a little bit of off-road and being able to ride out to the countryside or ride out to the forest and then you know do a little bit off-road off-road uh, adventure like you said where the bike is kind of not supposed to go i mean who wants who came up with the idea of taking a fixed gear bike and going off road with it? <laughs> I don't bit, know. Yeah, it's, it's it's the the concept of track lacrosse is, is what fairly new, isn't it? Really? Yeah, um, it is. I mean, it's it it's pretty. It, it has always been there, kind of, but yeah. it got really really popular in, in the past few years. And I get it because. I ride, uh, I have the Scream Ranger, which I run 42C tires on. Um, and I use that as my daily anyway. It's a, it's a really comfortable bike in terms of, uh, I run 700C wheels with 42C tires, wide bars, quite a higher stem than like my faster bikes, um, an easier gear ratio. So 
I use it daily because there's cobbles on the canal. There's a couple of little tracks and I've got to go through the city as well. So it's fast on the road, but it's also really fast when I have to jump on. Yeah, the canal's a, a nightmare, you know what I mean? It's Potterwell yeah. Central, cobbles, mud section. Um, it's kind of perfect little uh, test for what the track lacrosse bike can do. It's a good training ground, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, as, as for the perfect setup, it's kind of personal preferences. Um, but yeah, like I said, the wide tire clearance is super important, uh, for me. Yeah. What about you? I mean, yeah, to go, to go into a bit, a little bit more details about what we told last time, a good tire clearance is great, uh, mm -hmm. to put like beefier tires and also have the space for them to uh expand when you put them at lower pressure you know yeah, yeah. you don't want that constant rub um and a small gear ratio for me mm -hmm. wide risers are also an absolute must yeah uh, i wouldn't do track lacrosse with drops it's just not happening for me but if you feel confident doing it then definitely go give it go give it a go because uh, I wouldn't be able to do it. And I do, I do do. I do see some people doing it with drops or like a flared drop bar, which kind yeah, of... Yeah, very flared, yeah. But I think the skid on the, the mud and the gravel can be really nice with the wide riser because you can really whip it out and get the dust and, you know, kind of carve a bit more like you would on a downhill bike or, or, a, or a CX bike. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Tent. so I did find online a little list of uh, possible track lacrosse here. frames. Yeah. It is on tracklacrosse.bike. It's an article from 2021. But it doesn't feel that outdated. And we're going to go through that list. And you're going to yeah. tell me yes, no, maybe you, or even uh, at least it has a soul. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is a fantastic list. And again, it points out one of the obvious things and what stands out about one of the frames here is everything is steel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. almost everything. Everything, which is interesting because is that a benefit or is that, why, why is that? Are we looking at the flexibility? Are we looking at something that's a bit more gentle because you might be on stones? Yeah. Mud? You know, I mean, for me, element. track lacrosse is definitely. I know you have a Scream Ranger. We're gonna talk yeah. about that later. But yeah. for me, track lacrosse, just for my comfort, it has to be still. Yeah. I yeah. probably can't do it on aluminum. Uh, I might actually try it later that year. I have like a few ideas in my head, mm -hmm. but I feel like still is just like the way to go for track lacrosse and everything that. Your frame is going to take a lot of shit while yeah. doing track lacrosse. Yeah. Like cobbles and roots and all that violent stuff that even your tires and your wheels yeah. uh, are not going to be able to fully compensate. Yeah. And as we know, you know, aluminium cracks, steel is more flexible and bends. So, yeah. I, yeah. I think steel is especially if you're starting out or if you're 
specifically going to use the bike for mainly off-road, then I think steel would be the first port call for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, just wanted to say that first. <laughs> Let's get going with the list then. Yeah. And our first contender is the All City Big Block. Yeah. Uh, what do you have to say about All City? I love All City as a brand, but I'm a go-to uh, competitor of All City in in general. Um, All City styling, geometry, quality control. I really like All City. I love their bikepacking bags, uh, bag bikepacking bikes. Bikes. The, yeah, their gravel yeah. bikes and their um, All City Big Block. The it's a beautiful looking bike. Um, yeah, the I have like a my friend Diego is actually building an All City gravel bike mm -hmm. with monster tires, and I saw also my friend Tommy uh, build an all city mountain bike full rigid mm -hmm. with I think tires on this one are 2.6. Yeah, man. That's, that's it's insane. like giant. It's a monster yeah. truck and like, they're really cool. But as a track cycling brand, uh, I will tend to go to others. Yeah, me too. Uh, for me. And I, f I feel for a lot of other people, the last great, color slash paint job of the all city big block was the pink purple fade yeah after that it just went downhill that's that's absolutely true the green was the was the greeny yellow you won the next one the next one before? no the no the so the black one was green and yellow sparkles was before mm -hmm. that that was and nice i like that yeah one. that was yeah. really nice and yeah. after i think the they made like another pink one, but it had like a weird pattern and it was mm. pink and then lighter shade of pink and then gray. It wasn't that great. Mm. And the new one, it's just, it's kind of smoked. So it's way more subtle. It isn't really like a super bright paint job. So I guess it's kind of better than that weird pink grayish thing. But, but to be honest with me, what stood out with All City was their paint jobs originally. Exactly, right? It, it really just like popped for me. And I was like, oh my God, that it's, yeah, it's when a brand is copy, no, when a brand is competing in the market and they, you know, they're putting out the different sections, the different types of frames to match the other competitors. I think the paint jobs have to stand out. And I think they've gone a little bit in the wrong direction. I agree with that. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, so, but just, you know, the Ulcida is actually like, it has one of the smallest clearance you're going to find yeah. here. Uh, so the, it will fit 32 millimeter tires. <laughs> uh, and there's a set of, uh, ball cages. I mean, screws yeah. with ball cages, if you're into that. And I feel like it's kind of important when, when you do track lacrosse. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, definitely. But even if it's for even if it's for like an accessory or I think having that on a track lacrosse bike or a more adventure bike is is very important. Yeah. I feel like even but, like if you put yeah an accessory like a, a repair kit or something because you're yeah. gonna blow some tires up. That is yeah, that is so sure. Uh but yeah. The thirty two the thirty two C the thirty two millimeter tires is definitely a big no for me. Yeah, it's a little bit it it falls a little bit short. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but apart from that, it's still like a really good geometry. 
Yeah. It's a bike that handles great and feels great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, 32 I is a little bit small. The build quality, the tubing, the geometry, the overall brand, I love. But this definitely falls short with the 32C tire clearance. And yeah. Yeah. I do love their um, their fork design. Like all straight? All straight yeah. is great. Yeah. 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 I like that. Quite Just classy. as a yeah. side note. Um, uh, no, you know what? I'll talk about that later. Let's go on okay. to the next bike. Now we're talking. See, this now is now we're talking. Yeah, for me, this is um, this brand. This is the Surly Steamroller. We're going to go into next Surly and All City. I see as two equal competitors, but I'd always choose Surly over All City personally. Even though their colorways are always not great, they had a few good ones in the past, but their colorways are always a bit bland. But I just love the ride quality of a Surly. I just love it. It's like sitting on something else. I love Surleys. Well, Surly and All City is the same group. Yeah. You know, it's QBP. But yeah, Surly for me it's is absolute king into that track lacrosse category. It is affordable. They make a new batch mm -hmm. every year. Mm -hmm. They actually yeah. like they run out so fast. I know distributors in Europe is an and this is an absolute mess, and they just run out really, really fast. Yeah. But you've seen it on Instagram, you've seen it on the internet. You can put six fifty B in there, yeah, that's without problem. Uh, the official manual will tell you that you can put up to thirty eight C tires. I've seen I've seen people put more. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the steamroller is great. It's a great bike. It is, and I'm gonna be hundred percent honest on that. It feels a little bit more flexy than other bikes. Definitely, definitely. It feels like a, a little noodle at sometimes, but it it's making like a great uh commuter or a great track lacrosse bike. It's it's a good bike. Also, what I love about this, uh, the steamroller, uh, as well as the mash, is that you can put a freestyle fork on that thing, and it's a, it's different, and it actually does another job. It, it's very bar spinnable with a freestyle fork with uh, 700C wheels, and yeah, it's a good wheelie bike. It, overall, I love that bike. Yeah. Yeah. On to the next one, and I'm going to go directly to the Squeed So Easy. Yeah. Easy to find in uh, Europe via BLB. Easy to find in America directly through Squid. Uh, in Asia, I know they have a few distributors also. It is kind of a special one because you have like a 135 back end, like dropout spacing. Mm -hmm. So either you squish it mm -hmm. or you do, you do find a 135 fixed gear hub or an axle conversion. Yeah. Either you do a disc hub mm -hmm. and you you know you bolt a cog on there or you do like a pole hub they have like various spacings. Yeah. Um and I do believe you can't really run like crank uh, like some cranks, like Omniums or something like that. 
they have like a guide charts on their website. Mm. Um, actually, it doesn't exist anymore. Well, that's kind of sad. I just clicked on it. Uh, <laughs> but you can run massive tires. Uh, oh, okay. They said up to 40 millimeter tire clearance. Um, yeah, it's massive. I don't mm. even know if you need 40. But yeah, it is huge. I've seen a lot of these builds. It's quite a popular one, I think. Um, they're very there's a lot unique. in UK, right? Yeah, uh, Europe and UK. Um, there's a lot of squid bikes uh, knocking around. Uh, BLB obviously is big in London, so they distribute it. And BLB is big in Europe now, especially in, in, in Germany. So yeah, there's a lot of them around. They're very unique looking. Um, for me, they're on the on the much heavier side. Yeah. Um, which is which I find difficult. I'm not overly keen on like the fork design and stuff. Um, but as a standout frame, it's it's a beautiful looking thing. And what the beauty of Squid, I think one of their selling points is is they have that uh, relationship with uh, the paint. What's the spray bike? Yeah, spray bike. And you know, every Squid I've ever seen is totally different. Yeah, I've never I've never seen one factory painted. I've seen all of them. I've seen people have done custom stuff to it. Mm. And I think that's the ethos of the company pushing that for a long time with all of their bikes that people actually feel like, oh, I can customize my bike where you can customize any bike. But I've never seen a squid factory painted. I've always seen them custom hand painted or custom painted. Yeah, which I like. It's. I mean, it's a, it's a fun time that you're able to, you know, to paint your bike. And I, I think, like, at the beginning, they were, they probably still do it like this. But at the beginning, you know, they are all black and mm -hmm. you don't need to send them or anything. It's like yeah. a special code that you can spray paint directly on. Mm -hmm. I think you still need to put, like, a little bit of primer. But, yeah. It's, I think it's a black prime they send it with. Like oh okay time. that's how it works yeah so yeah you can and... directly spray on that um my my thing was the was the squeeze so easy i am not a big fan of blb but that is my problem if you read my recent article on the blog you know that i am definitely definitely not a fan of wishbones Mm -hmm. Wishbones are not my thing. I don't know what I don't like them, but they are not my thing. It's just not my cup of tea. Mm -hmm. So for me, the BLB great bike, uh, but I'll pass. Me hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Um, I like them, but it's it's definitely on the one at the lower end of my list. Just the weight alone. Everyone, mm. every bike I've ever touched of a squid bike is heavy. Yeah. All right. All right. And we're getting into your territory. Yeah. I can't sing this bike up enough, man. Like the Scream Ranger. I love it. Absolutely fucking love it. It's so light. It's, it's, it's so comfortable. Top tube's a little bit too long because uh, it was made to bar spin as well with a like a 28 or 30 mil, 28 mil, 32 mil tire. 
So it can bar spin like that, but for me, it's purely a track to cross bike. So I would have potentially made that made that a little bit tighter and a little bit more whippy, but it's it's fast. I've got mental hubs on thirty six spoke, a thirty six hole spoke uh, DT Swiss wide, like uh, MTB rims, forty two C tires, knobblies, anything, set an omniums, uh, wide uh, Richie bar, Thompson stem, and I don't I don't want to change a part on that bike. I love it the way it is. It rides like a dream. And yeah, I, I can't sing this bike up enough. I really like it. It can take a front disc brake. Not sure why. Um, it can actually take Fender mud guards. Mm-hmm. If anyone's into that. For bike packing purposes, brake. You can put two bottle cages on it. You can put a rack on it. You can put a rear uh, uh, pannier rack. You can put mud guards on it. It's one hell of a bike. I love it. All right. Yeah, I've never tried one, uh, but yeah. I kind of kind of wish I could try one. I don't know. It feel it feels great, and I mean it looks great. Yeah. And yeah, I could like. It's also not my cup of tea because it's so long, you know. And I feel tea. like yeah. running. Uh, if you so. When you do track lacrosse, right, you don't want expensive tires because you, you're going to skid them, right? Mm. But big tires, big cheap tires are heavy. That's why yeah. they're cheap. And yeah. I don't know. I feel like running more than 35 doesn't really make sense to me. I can't pull more than 35C or it just starts to be really heavy every time you stop out of light or anything. So... There is no way I would run this to its full potential, right? I mean, I, I go through tires very quick on it, but I do spend the money on a nice set of tires because it, I, I mean, yeah, the Schwabel G1 uh, all round or the Sport or the Bite is tend, tends to be something I can pick up on eBay, uh, at like, like new set, but not in packaging for fairly cheap. Um, they're quite oftenly taken off bikes because they're quite easy to puncture. I don't get puncture. I mean, I I'm, I don't ride through glass. It's not like uh, I mean, I try and avoid getting flat tires if possible, but I do skid the back one down pretty quickly. Yeah, <laughs> but it's so worth it because it sounds amazing. It's so light. Those it makes it are... makes that bit. Oh, I love that sound. And I put on a fresh tire and I just whip skid it and it's like, oh, it's so addictive. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, I think tires are an issue because the lightweight ones puncture quite easily and are lightweight, but they're expensive. Um, yeah. but like you said, anything that size for under 40 euros is going to be a heavy tire. And, and yeah, I'm not I'm not rolling that on that bike. All right. All so right, what, what do we what's what's the general note for the the general mark for the Ranger then? Is it S S tier or is it a little bit below? What do you think? What's S tier? S tier, like top level. Ah, for me, yeah, hundred percent top level. It's a it's a 
I never expected it to be my daily go-to bike, but it 100% is my favorite bike. Do you know the retail? Six fifty. Six fifty euros? No, no way. No dollars. That'll be dollars. Wait, let me. Try. Oh, six twenty nine euros. Wow. Oh my god, I was I was close. Oh, yeah, it's That's pretty a hell cheap, of a bike for that money. Yeah. It's a hell of a bike. It's just so long. It's, it's not like that a, long. It's like a freaking train, man. It's so it's long. Not. When you if you've got the right tires on it, it doesn't. It's not honestly. You okay. need to ride mine for a day. All right, we'll do. We'll do. Definitely, definitely need to ride mine for a day. Because it all rides right. big. It rides big anyway. Like all of the screams ride big. Um, but yeah, fat. What is that? Five hundred and twenty-nine pounds, man. That's 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 a mad amount of frame for that money. I do agree. Yeah. Okay. Moving on then. Moving on to the next one. Uh, I don't know that one personally. I don't know if you do, but the Mercier Kilo WT, which stands for white tires, right? Uh, Only sells as a complete. uh, And you can put up to 45 C's on it, which is massive. Uh, I sent you a link uh, to one that looks a little bit better. But holy shit, when it's complete, it looks like the cheapest thing you could buy. Yeah, that one looks a bit better, but um, I'm going to say I've never heard of the brand. Have you heard of the brand? I've heard of the brand, but I think it's a really American thing. I've heard, Yeah, I've heard of the brand. I've seen stuff, but I mean, what is that setup you're doing as a complete? What's going on there? Ah, it is. Trashes. Yeah, yeah. The picture I, I of it I'll put into the show notes uh, is a little bit better. It looks like an actual tracker cross bike. Yeah, it's much uh, nicer. Yeah, it's way nicer. Uh, I don't know who owns that, but kudos to you. Um, I just Definitely. found that on Google Image, but yeah, it's no as, as a company, it is so freaking ugly. I don't even uh, want to start saying anything because yeah, I'll yeah, soon get into. Uh, bad-mouthing a brand that I don't know much about. But apparently it's also pretty cheap. So if you start with, like, you have zero bike and you want to get into track lacrosse from zero, then this might be a good option if you buy, like, a, a complete and then immediately change some things on it. Um, Everything. Yeah, pretty much. But, yeah, onto that, we'll go on to the next one. Moving on. And it's one of my favorite bike ever for beginners is the summer rush yeah. i just love the summer rush it's an amazing bike it can look super fucking mean with the right setups and i've seen some with deep carbon wheels and stuff and it looks really awesome i don't know if it's the, the straight fork or the, or the little bit aggressive geometry but it just looks cool plus yeah. the head badge looks pretty awesome it's a little bit like the um, uh, All City Big Block. It runs 32 max without brakes. Not that mm-hmm. you're going to run brakes for track lacrosse, but if you do, just know that you'll only be able to put 28s then. Mm-hmm. 
it's good still. It has that one inch uh, threaded headset uh, for old school vibes. Uh, I don't know. I just one inch. Yeah, it's one inch threaded. Oh, then that's a big no for me. You don't like one inch threaded? Literally, no, last I'm time we cross. Oh yeah, okay. I do not agree. Hopping, not on track across. I'll, I'll bend that fork in two seconds. Oh shit! I love one inch. If I'm right on, on, I love one inch, but not on a track lacrosse bike. The amount of force you lose with one yeah. inch, though, is astonishing. Yeah. It's is crazy. There's not a fork, one inch fork out there that will hold, unless you've got a carbon fork. No, no, no. no. Mm. Yeah. One inch carbon fork for track lacrosse. I'm not sure it even yeah, exists. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, not for track lacrosse. Or you need to order like a custom wound up or something. But the, the I'm looking at the bike itself in terms of some of the builds online and it looks nice, I've got to admit. It's not a bike mm. I know much about. My girlfriend has one actually. Really? Uh, a sumo rush, yeah. And she likes it. She likes it very much. And I do remember we did put, wait, oh, but she has like a wound up on the front, mm -hmm. but the rear, I did fit a uh, Gravel King 32 pretty easily. I love Gravel King. The wound up was just not doing it, but mm -hmm. the on the rear, no problem. The bike looks super cool with slicks as well, though, like really cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like. I'll put a, uh, okay, it's a funny story, but on, in my Pale Room favorite bikes, mm -hmm. there is a naked Soma Rush and it, it has been sanded down and it had, it had like a pair of zips and um, yeah, I think a Sinelli uh, Alter stem. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know, like it was just like such a nice build. And when I met my girlfriend for uh for our first date she arrived with soma rush without paint and i was like did you buy that in canada just like yeah i just came back from canada i was no in canada way. for like nine months and i was like that bike has been in my favorites for the past five years no way that is a good story i knew her bike before i knew her which is funny nope. No wonder you uh, got together. <laughs> <laughs> um, how much do they retail at? Summer Rush, I think it's a. Uh, I think you can get one below six hundred dollars. Mm. Um, I know, like there is a ton of them uh, on the on the second hand market because it's like a super sturdy frame. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I don't know. I don't have the numbers right now. Let me find, let me see if I can find it for you. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Okay. It's six ninety nine US. Okay. It's actually yeah. out of stock, but six ninety nine US. Mm -hmm. All right. On to the next one. And it is a new one actually. Uh, Santa Fixie Born Dirty track lacrosse frame. Yeah. Um, Santa Fixie, not my friends from the get-go. I don't know why I'm not really into the Santa Fixie vibe. I'm just going to say one thing. If you thought the Scream Ranger was long, this is 
even longer. I don't know if it's because the tubes are thinner, but it just looks like a freaking train. It is so long, so also, very long. Also, the back end looks long as well, though. Yeah. There's, yeah, I could get my head through there. <laughs> if but you live comes... in Europe, it's kind of a good deal because you can get a complete one. A complete, like, like complete. Hold on. Is that a complete bike for 550 euros, bro? Yeah, it's 550 for a complete. What? Yeah. How can they produce it at that price? That's insane. I don't know. It is Chromoly 4130, and I have yeah. no idea uh, what 4130 is. Uh, but it will... It will directly arrive with the 44T chainring. So it's meant for track across. It's a good looking bike. It, it's a kind of bait. I, I don't want to use the word basic looking, but it is kind of basic. It looks freaking ugly to me. <laughs> no, I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like it at all. That's what we love about you, Paul. <laughs> uh, I don't know how yeah, they it will fit tire. big tires. Um, but yeah, what do you say? I don't know how they're producing a complete bike for 550 though. I don't know either. I mean, you know, 4130 is the the famous BMX tubing. 41, oh, that's why it's so heavy then. It's 4130 is one of the top of the range heavy, uh, well-made BMX frames. It's always 4130. Okay, fine. I I was I, I thought like I knew I heard about forty one thirty, but you I didn't know that it's not yeah, track yeah. bike thing. No, it's not. Okay, so it's like ba basically BMX tubing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. On to the next one, the On Snelly Tuto Plus. Skip what do you it. Think of this? Yeah. <laughs> Skip it. Like fuck Snelly. I'm so done. <laughs> I'm so done with Snelly. Like I'm um, so done. It's a 130 rear spacing. Uh, it yeah. will fit big tires, but I mean the first Tuto, yeah, why not? The Tuto Plus, it just has brazons everywhere. It, it even everywhere. has a derailleur hanger. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. not. I'm not into that. Just skip it. Five years ago, maybe. Now, yeah. Right now, no. now. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to yeah. give any more money to Snelly. I'm so done. No, me never again. Yeah. All right, on to the next one, the Mash Steel. Which Everybody knows be, the Mash Steel. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be one of our favorites. Just, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's good. It will fit pretty wide tires. I've, I've fit 38 on mine mm -hmm. without any problem. Uh, mm -hmm. It's uh, I wouldn't say it's on the rigid side. I would say it's on the flexi side. I think it's on the super flexi side. Yeah. That bottom bracket, you push on that bottom bracket and yeah, yeah. It's yeah, visual. It's visually painful to see it flex yeah, like that. Yeah, it's really flexible bike. <laughs> but they make some sick colorways. There's a batch. Uh, there's actually more than I think. There's like three batch of them every year yeah. now. The Geo is amazing. The Geo is great. Geo is they awesome. It's a little bit more relaxed, but it's like it's a matter of like one yeah. degree and a few millimeters. It's a little bit more relaxed than a mesh work. Yeah. But uh, it's an amazing handling bike. I, I yeah. love it. Uh, you will need to put the price down because it's definitely on the top of the of today's what range price wise. Yeah, I feel like right now it's probably a little bit more near from nine hundred. Yeah, 
I mean, we love it. We always love mash. We always so, love it. But, yeah. yeah. I've never, I, I've I don't know. I don't have that much to say about it apart from, yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's definitely in the top tier. It's definitely in the top tier. It's a little bit flexy. Uh, oh, by the way, you know what? We could add on mm. top of that the new slum warm frame. But it's not a tractor cross by. It could be one. It has big tire clearance. Nah. Nah? Nah. Why? It's not it's 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 a low seat bar spin bike. Spinny bike. It's not made for, I don't that top tube uh the the geo's not I don't think designed like CX or tractor cross at all. Mm. I think it's a slow bike. It is a slow bike. Yeah. Hundred percent. You could ride track across on it, but I wouldn't. You wouldn't. No. Nah. I wanna sit high. I wanna I wanna, you know, not sit high. Yeah, high, I do understand, yeah. Yeah. I wanna yeah. blitz through the woods. The the, the one what that I tried when you were there, uh, yeah. uh in Paris, it's a nice bike, but you're so upright. Yeah. You yeah. so upright. But it's a nice yeah. bike. I I I've gotta admit I was spect uh, not so sure, but I liked it. I did like it. It feels good. Mm. It w- wasn't that that build isn't the way I'd build a bike. Um, but overall, like it, it, yeah, it's a little bit. Yeah, the seat was not the right height, so it was hard mm. to tell if, what the wheelie yeah. was like on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but compared to your mash, I still prefer yours. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, on to the next one. I'm going to say, all right, on to the next one for this entire episode. I'm sorry. What do you think of this? Uh, so it is a Taiwanese brand uh, distributed by BLB. Yeah. Uh, it definitely took inspiration from the removable brake studs from the mm-hmm. MASH work and then Sally yeah. Tutu. It has. It's kind of a MASH, isn't it, really? Yeah. It has internal cable routing. It does release at 582 pounds. pounds. British glory pounds. Um, uh, on BLB website. It will fit 35C tires. I don't know. The, I've ridden one. A friend of mine in Berlin had, well, he had three of them because they kept bending. Um, oh, shit. What? Yeah, the back end was just like... Couple of 180 hops and the back end just bent. And he kept buying them. No, they kept replacing it. Oh wow. Yeah. And then I think it might have cracked as well. I can't remember. Don't quote me on that. But get rid of that ghastly fork. Put a freestyle fork on it. The Geo is it's a good uh beginner budget trick bike. But oh yeah, I guess you can ride track across on it. It's not a very good looking bike. That no, dropout, I mean, I'm not, not a big ugly. fan, yeah. That dropout, man. Like, no, the dropout, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> like, what, what? Come on. Come on. I feel okay. I only like one style of dropout, and all the rest is just nope. For steel what's, bikes, at, at least. What's the one style you like? Like the mash? Like the, I mean, it went on to the mash work, but it's more like, you know, like the NGS dropout that has that really oh, yeah, smooth yeah. shape and the kind of yeah, hole yeah. at the top. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's I feel just like the there's best. only that dropout that matters. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for me too. Yeah. 
Do you well, have an aluminium battery? Oh, yeah, parallax. Sorry. Yeah, I have a parallax. Next one actually is okay, aluminum. Moving on to the next one. <laughs> yeah, next one is actually aluminum. Yeah. Um, if you don't know it, you can go on to spin that YouTube channel and you'll find like an entire series about it. It's the Poseidon FX tractor cross. It is so cheap. It is dirt cheap. It will fit 38 millimeters tires. But I think it retails, yeah, it's 199 US dollars. Fuck off. For an aluminum frame set and fork that will fit big tires. I don't trust it. Everybody that tried it told me it is quite good. Really? Yeah. Is it like one of those bikes that just not the best welds, not the best tubing, not the best anything, but actually right? But it right. just works. Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just. It's not all the best of everything, but the geometry is quite nice and it will yeah. just work out of the box. Yeah. But $199. For me, it is it is not S tier. It is not top class, but it is way up there. I've never heard of it. I think I might have heard of it, but I've never ridden or seen one. But as, as, as a that setup on that picture... Looks like it would shred, I've got to admit. Yeah, that cell system, mm, tasty. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, absolutely. With the bright rise bars. Mm, yeah. yeah. I feel like yeah. one thing that is pretty cool into track across though is like can make a bolt for dirt cheap because if you're a freak like me, yes, you're going to want like 144 BCD cranks. That's going to cost a fortune. But you could also put like 130, 110 BCD yeah. and put like whatever chain ring because you just need a small chain ring. Yeah. What's your gear ratio for track lacrosse? For track lacrosse, I like to run 49-22. Oof. Yeah. Okay, that's is that the same? I'm, what, what am I running in 1947? I'm going to tell you right now. So 49... 49, 22, fuck. 49, 22 is 2.2. Mm. What about you? 1947. 47, 19 is 2.4 actually. Oh yeah, but, but yeah, but I don't do that much track lacrosse. So yeah, mm -hmm. I guess if I did go more off-road, I would probably reduce it. Mm. So the Poseidon FX, uh, great bike. I only heard good things about it. Okay, cool. So I mean, <clears throat> if you're in the US and you want something on the cheap and you don't find anything on the used market and you have like a track lacrosse race in a month, it's $1.99. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's so cheap. It's disposable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll just buy that for this race. <laughs> <laughs> Next one is the Brother All Day, Brother Cycles from the UK, uh, and actually distributed quite well everywhere. I've seen them all over Europe, and I've seen a lot of them in Asia. I don't know about US, but I know like Europe and Asia, they're covered. Uh, it is a good bike. I'm just not a fan of all the possible studs and brazons you're going to find on it. It's for me. It's another all city and uh, surly. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, yes, but with all the possible uh, baskets, attachment, and, you know, it doesn't have internal rooting. So you have like those outside brazons. Yeah, to... yeah. So, well, it's yeah. More like the Surly, surly uh, like long haul trucker or something like that. That's, it looks like it could be a geared adventure bike or gravel bike. With, yeah, definitely. You just replace the drop out and you've got an adventure bike with all of the yeah bells and whistles. Something about Brother, I don't really like their branding. I don't really. You know that if you speak so low into your mic, I can't, I can't actually use that. That's why I did it. <laughs> no. um, I'm not so into the brand. I don't know why, but um it doesn't really I, sing to me yeah i heard they have a great community though yeah yeah okay is that sarcasm? um what was that sarcasm no 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 it's not it's that i heard okay. they have a really great community <laughs> is that sarcasm no <laughs> still not okay Moving on. No, they have they have like uh, events everywhere and stuff. Okay, okay, cool. The next one is also European. I mean, uh, no, it's not. I mean, UK I is not even this. Europe anymore. Cool. <laughs> but the next one is the Omnium CXE, all the way from over there in the north, uh, north Europe. <laughs> well, I. The, the problem about the CXC is, uh, so I made an entire article about it on really? the blog. Oh, I didn't see that one. But uh, it has 135 rear spacing. That's the first. And second, actually, the, if you want to buy one U today, it doesn't have uh, dropouts, like track dropouts anymore. Yeah. It's like, you know, like those Paragon yeah. dropouts. Why is this bike even in this list? Because it used to be an awesome track lacrosse frame before this switch to those Paragon dropouts. It can fit like massive tires. I think it can fit like 45. Yeah, but it's... I don't know. And it also used to be pretty cheap though. I mean, don't get me wrong. Omnium is one of my favorite brands ever. I love their cargo bikes. Um, but I don't know what this bike is supposed to be. There's a lot of them in uh, in Paris, and a lot of people that are using it as like a geared uh, messenger bike. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's like that, it's sturdy. You, can, you have big clearance. You can have it yeah. single speed, always gears. Uh, you can put fenders on it. Yeah, I had one not for long. It's a great bike, but it's yeah, it's it's really heavy though. It's really is really it? heavy. Yeah. And it comes with a Schwabel uh, Cool Jacks. Yeah. I hate those. Dude, I had one problem. I know, I remember when I received it, uh, I took like M size because that was my size when I ordered it. Mm -hmm. And it arrived and immediately my first reflex was to compare it to the mesh steel, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, but... For my size, for like a 56, 57, the head tube looked so small. And I'm usually like quite keen on small head tubes. But that one looked 
so small compared to my shell. I was like, why? Why is it so small? It's not even that compact of a geometry. I don't understand. Um, so yeah, it kind of bothered me, but yeah, I don't know. It's still like, it's still a great bike. If you can find a used one for cheap with the older pals, then yeah, go yeah. for it. It's a, it's a, it's a good, good bike. And it is, you can put uh front and rear disc also. As a city fast bike, it looks absolutely legit. I mean, yeah. I think having that either single speed or with, yeah, probably single speed with two disc brakes, I think that thing would be rapid. Yeah. It looks fast. Um, but as a tractor cross bike, yeah, not anymore, I don't think. And that kind of closed the, the frame discussion. I think yeah. we've been through all of the one we know. Um, I, there is a few more bits that I want to talk about. Is some updates on my personal and maybe your personal experiences on track lacrosse. Mm -hmm. I've been doing way more since we since I've recorded episode one with Fabian. I've been doing way more uh, sorry track lacrosse, and there is a few things that I noted that will change the way I do track lacrosse. Okay, this is interesting. Go for it. First being, and this kind of happens sort of recently is mud like mud jamming into uh, your rear bridge your fork your crank i told you that experience that i had was a mash tail with 42 tires mounted on it mm -hmm. and there's a little bit of mud slash clay and because 42 is so close to everything is just start to jam everywhere and now that i do track lacrosse i never go above 35 never okay. just because 35 is lighter 35 gives room for uh the mud to just run through the bike you know mm -hmm. and it's not gonna get jammed and i don't know i just love my for uh, my 35 okay interesting the next one is if you don't want to buy a new bike to do gravel and mm -hmm. track lacrosse, actually just know that, for example, if you have an aluminum frame, it, this can be like a Constantine, a mesh or mm -hmm. whatever. If you put the wheel at the very, very, very rear of the drop outs, you'll probably be able to fit 32s. Potentially 38s, yeah. Potentially 38. And you can find a used cyclocross fork exactly. and just yeah. smash it on that frame. And then yeah. that's it. You have a track lacrosse frame. Yeah. That's, that, that I think is what I would do if I didn't have the Ranger. I would, if I was, yeah, desperate or looking to, to do it on a budget anyway, I would, because even on my, my Magnum or any of my bikes, I can pull the wheel right to the back and put a 32 c tire in no problem with a wide rim which measures around 37 c mm. um and then just swap that fork out and put 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 a a gravelly fork on it a carbon thing and you've got 40 seats you've got loads of clearance in the front and you've got yourself a track lacrosse bike and fun bike I, I i would imagine on most builds yeah yeah definitely a good way to go i've seen a lot more of that recently 
people mm. trying to max out how much what they can put in their bikes. Was it the Constantine was on uh, Instagram a couple of days ago with the th- thirty eight or thirty two C tires with the? I have no idea. Ah, because you mentioned that, I thought you might have seen it. Look cool. <laughs> Wait, I can even send you it. Uh, there is also another thing is Gravel King actually makes a 26C tires <clears throat> with nobbies. That's a good point as well, yeah. The 26, there is some chances you might be able to fit it into some forks without even switching it. Mm-hmm. So why not? I've, I haven't tried it, but I would kind of be keen on trying it. Because it, what it came from for me as well, um, when I first started looking for wider tire clearance, was the winter. I didn't always want to have to um, ride my track bike through the winter, but I wanted a wider tire clearance and something with some grip, low pressure that you could run, you know, through the snow, mm. through the ice. And that's why I, that's when I started looking for bikes that had wider tire clearance. Yeah. Oh wait. Yeah. What you just sent me is a is a mesh. Bolt, I believe. Oh, it's, yeah. Sorry, mash bolt. Yeah, not a constant. Speed. Yeah, and like thirty-five C right? rear. He isn't even at the very rear of the, no, of the dropout. Yeah. It's like bang in the middle, and yeah. he switched the fork, and that's it. You have a travel cross right? bike. It is cool. It is yeah. very cool. I thought you'd like that. And yeah, again, it's like a Japanese said, guy. Yeah, it is. It's actually Japanese. I'm in Japan. Um. <laughs> He's got um, MTB cranks on it, so you've got a wider, a wider foot uh, width. Your feet are wider apart, so that's kind of cool for track across, I think. Um, that's a good build, a, a perfect build. Yeah, it's pretty. No, it's great. It's a great build. Yeah, and even like on the track bike, I feel like if you have the opportunity to put like thirty-five Cs but slicks. For CD riding, oh man, it's do like it. riding a little cloud. I can do it, yeah. 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 Oh my God, why the tire? I mean, I love, 28's a little bit upsetting on my Magnum. I can't, no, no, it's not. I love my Magnum again. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. I just Did you finally me. resolve that uh, stem problem? I have not. Every day I've tried to have fine time to resolve that problem. And I have not done it yet. <laughs> All right. Mate, since I left Paris, I've been up at six and in bed by like 11 every night and hardly had time to do anything apart from working on personal projects, working at work. Yeah, it's, it's been an intense couple of weeks since I've been back. But that's I'm going clips. to Milan tomorrow. Oh, yeah, that's oh. great. Oh, good. Yeah, sounds like my level of business at the moment too. Yeah. Yeah. And because we're busy, guys, we're going to end the main show yes. right now. Yes. Uh, that was a that was a pretty good one. Yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. I learned some stuff. If you guys have questions, uh, our Patreon is always... No, not our Patreon. Oh, my God. I start to be tired now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Our Discord server is open. There's a ton of good people there uh, that will probably answer your question if you're a nice guy or girl. Well, guys, that wraps up another episode of the Slow Spin Society podcast. Everything we discussed today will be in the show notes on the blog, slowspinsociety.com, along with the various articles and write-ups I post every two weeks. 
if you get value out of the show, why not considering putting value back in by visiting patreon.com slash podcast to join the community where pledging at any level will grant you access to the extended cut of the pre and after show. Special thanks goes to our 32 whoop whoop Patreons wow. backing us into that crazy venture that's the Slow Spend Society. And as always, thank you so much for your support. Quick note, uh, people that have been... Uh, quick note, people that have completed enough challenges uh, on our Discord server, we kind of stopped the challenges for me to send all the... Well, the rewards... I have your rewards. Uh, they are just next to me. And by the time you listen to this, they should be in the mail. So keep cool. an eye on that. You can also find us on our Discord server. The invite link is also in the show notes or with our Instagram account. Or with our Instagram account at Slusman Society. I go by at underscore Paul underscore you and Rob by at Kenzie.co. Sharing the podcast with your friend is by far the easiest way to support the show by giving us a good review on the platform of your choice the music for the show is lovely swindler by amaria and the illustration is by me well that's pretty much it for track lacrosse 2.0 i don't know if we'll do like a third episode of track lacrosse i think but... we can once i get back in the forest and woods over the summer and do some okay. riding that's that's let's revisit that after We've uh, had another summer, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good time to have episode 2.0 because now we're coming really into spring and we will be getting out more. So, yeah, good time. It's a good time. It's a good time for us to go into the after show. Have a good one, guys. Bye-bye. Bye for now. Have a great week, everyone. <laughs>